and turns it to good. Amen. All right. Thank you, guys. Let's give the worship team an awesome hand because they are fantastic. All right. So you guys may be seated. For those of you who may not know me, I am Pastor Jason. You can call me that if you want. You can call me just Jason, however you see fit. Uh, I'm the children's pastor. Typically, I'm in the back chasing your kids, um, teaching them about God. Um, so today we are honoring the head of the house, like I said earlier, the shepherd of this flock. Um, so with that said, with the um, month of November coming to a close, the month of, of Thanksgiving, I wanted to talk to you guys today about Thanksgiving and gratitude. Um, so I want to talk to you guys about Thanksgiving. I want to talk to you guys about the most important things about Thanksgiving, uh, which is turkey, okay? Pilgrims, because without the pilgrims, it wouldn't happen. The Native Americans, um, football, right? That's what it's all about. It's all about sitting down, um, eating turkey, trying not to fall asleep as you're watching the Dallas Cowboys lose terribly. Um, but, you know, but we need to think about Thanksgiving, right? In a way that um, maybe the world sees it a little differently. Um, so, and now although all those things uh, tend to have become Thanksgiving traditions, right? I know many of us, Thanksgiving looked a whole lot different this year, right? Maybe you didn't have that big family gathering you normally have or, you know, uh, everything that you had planned, maybe it didn't go as well. And I think that's kind of safe to say for the whole year, right? Um, things have kind of gone awry uh, this year, but there are so many things that we can be thankful for. Because just like that song said, God takes what the enemy meant for evil and he makes it for good. So, and with those good things, we can give thanks to God for them, right? All right. Now, um, giving thanks to someone, like I said, shouldn't just be something that we do one day a year. Or, you know, if you're on social media, you notice that the minute it starts November 1st, it's all of a sudden it's the Give Thanks Challenge. Everybody's putting pictures, and each day they're saying something that they're thankful for and grateful for, which is amazing. It's great. But it's something that we need to do 365 days a year, not just, not just the 11th month of the year. Um, and, you know, small things we need to give thanks for. If someone holds a door open for you as you're going into the store, say thank you. Maybe you're working and one of your coworkers brings you a coffee, say thank you. Or, you know, there are so many small things you know, and I think we forget to say thank you. Now, you know, 
And sometimes when we say, when we, you know, we don't mean to not say thank you. We are grateful, but we just are busy. We're running around and we're trying to figure things out. And we just forget to say those two words that mean a lot. Um, so, you know, maybe it's when, you know, we have kids. I have kids, three of them. Um, but, you know, a lot of times kids when they're younger, or even kids when they're, when they're adults, for that matter, uh, when they're grown up, sometimes we forget to say thank you to our parents. Right? Um, for the sacrifices that they made. Now, uh, when you say thank you, or when someone says thank you to you, uh, it is a way that they show appreciation for what has been done, for what you have done for them, what they have done for you. Um, and you know, no one likes it when someone is ungrateful, right? And you can look out the door in the world today and see a large amount of ungratefulness. And, you know, maybe you're looking at yourself and you're like, you know, there's been some times I've been ungrateful. Because I'll be honest, I have. You know, um, um, the thing comes from God, right? And, you know, James 1.17 says that. James uh, 1, chapter 17 it says, every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father in heaven, heavenly light who does not change or is shifting shadows. So every good thing that we have, every good and perfect thing that we have comes from Jesus, comes from God. Now, there are many, many of these gifts that we take for granted every day. And, um, you know, these things are blessings that we see, blessings that we don't even realize are blessings because they're so ordinary. They occur so often. It's every day we wake up and we just forget to tell God thank you. No. Um, and some of those gifts, uh, 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 so many things that we take for granted. And one of those things that God has gifted us with that we take for granted a lot is friends. Now, if you've ever had a really bad friend, then you are thankful for the good ones that you have, right? But sometimes those good friends that we have, the ones that are there on the joyous occasions, the ones that are there um, in the darkness when we're by ourselves, those are the ones that we tend to forget to say thank you to because they're our rock. They're always there. Um, and like I said, if you've ever had a bad friend or something like that, uh, we tend to take the good ones for granted. Um, you know, another thing that we take for granted 
a lot of times is something I mentioned slightly earlier, but um, and that's family. A lot of times we take family for granted. Not that we mean to, right? Um, like I said earlier, you know, maybe when you're, you're a child, you're younger, you know, maybe you took your parents for granted. You're always thinking if you needed something, they're going to get provided, which is what we're here for. But it typically isn't until you're a little older that you realize how much a blessing they were. Or when you're at a place that they're not there. Like the prodigal son. He didn't realize the blessing his family was until he was in a pig pen. He didn't realize how much his father loved him until he was in a pig pen. So those are things that we take, you know, family we take for granted. Um, maybe sometimes we take our spouses for granted because of unconditional love. Another thing that we take for granted that some people don't realize the world says for this one that you don't need to give thanks for this because this is all you. This is everything. You've done it. You've earned it. And these are talents. Now, if you are maybe extremely athletic, right? Turn the TV on. There's all kinds of super awesome athletic people out there. And most of them boast on their self. There are a few that you can read their stuff, um, talk to them, see the way they act, and they know that their gift, their talent came from God. And it's not just in sports. It's not just an athlete, you know, just about athletics, but it's singing. Maybe you have, God has gifted you with an amazing voice. That's not me. So don't worry, I'm not going to sing. Um, but what are we doing with that talent? Are we using it for, our, for ourselves to boast ourselves up? Are we using it? Maybe we're not using it. Um, or are we using it? to bless the one who gave us the blessing. We're using it to be thankful for what we've got, what we received. Maybe your talent's not singing. Maybe it's carpentry. Maybe it's speaking to people. Maybe it's being a good listener. You know, God has given each one of us separate and different talents that we need to... Um, be thankful for. Because there are many people in this world that need our talents. They need a gift. Um, and so that is why we need to use our gifts, the talents that God has given us, and um, bless others with it as he has blessed us with them. Right? 
Now another one that we do, um, this is actually a two-part deal here. All right. Because they tend to go hand in hand. I, th I think a lot of times there's something that we take for granted um, because like um, almost like family because they're constant because they're solid right and this is something the second part of this that I think with everything that's gone on with COVID it's kind of opened our eyes to how much we take it for granted and um, those things are they, like I said they go hand in hand but it's our pastors and our church now, here at this church, we like to do life together. So, you could actually put this one with these two. Because we're a family here. Um, we do life together. The highs, the lows, we do it together. Anywhere in between. And... Um, you know, like I said, during this time, doing all this, you know, shutdowns and things like that, there are so many churches that close their doors. And there are probably many of them that will never reopen their doors. Um, but we here at One Life have a pastor that was like, you know, the door, the door may have been closed for a little bit, but the word was still getting out. You know, we did all kinds of things. We did parking lot services. We did online services, uh, which we still do with in-house services. Um, and with that, I know it's not easy. It's not hard to change from tradition or how we normally do things, especially for church, because it's like it's a system. It's, it's Sunday morning, maybe Sunday evening, um, Wednesday nights. You know, it's, it's how it's always been. And change can be scary sometimes, but also, um, you know, when you have a vision from God, change doesn't have to be scary because he's leading it. And, you know, with that said, with the pastor, we take for granted so many times all the sacrifices that he has to make. All the long nights he spends in the word or he spends away from his family tending to our family, right? You know, something happens, you call him at 3 o'clock in the morning, he's going to answer. And, you know, we take that for granted. Um, and, you know, there's Pastor Appreciation Month. That's typically, I think it's national in October and we always celebrate it in in November because it's close to their birthday it's Thanksgiving we're thankful for them but it's something that Bishop and Renee we need to be thankful for every year every day of the year yeah. right because yeah. believe it or not being ahead of a church is not a nine to five job it's not just Sunday mornings and Wednesday nights it's on call 24-7. And that is why today we're going to take time at the end. 
We're going to honor him and his family for the sacrifices that they've made. Now, moving on. So we have friends that we tend to take advantage of, or not advantage of, sorry. <laughs> we tend to take, be ungrateful for sometimes. We take for granted family, talents, our pastors, our church family will set of skills. Maybe they have talent, like Tom. He's laughing. Yeah, yeah, we know Tom. He's got a special set of skills, and I think sometimes we take him for granted. Um, but one of the one thing that we take for granted as Christians, I believe, uh, is a big one that we need to shift our focus and be so grateful for um, is Jesus. Right? So many times, we, oh, we come to church, raised in church, whatever the situation is, I'm good. You know, we may hear it every Sunday. We may hear it, you know, on the radio, whatever the case is. We hear it. We read about it. How his love is unconditional. How he gave his life for us. And yet so many people, so many Christians, forget to take the time to say two words. Thank you. Thank you for loving me in my darkest time. Thank you for loving me when I didn't love myself. Thank you for giving your life so that I can live. Thank you for taking what the enemy, what the world, what I meant for destruction and putting it good. So oftentimes we uh, begin to forget these little things. You know, this is only a few. I'm sure you guys can think of other ones in your head. Maybe it's shelter. Maybe it's a home. So oftentimes we look down the street like, oh, that house is huge. Man, I want to be in that house. We take for granted the roof we have over our head. So we need to start. Um, you know, we start to take these things that are everyday, that are the norm and we take them for granted, and a lot of times we're not thankful for them. Um, but we need to remember, like James, like, uh, James 1, 17 says, everything that we have is a gift from God. Because we don't deserve it. We don't deserve his unconditional love, but he gives it freely. Um, and you need, you know, um, and you know, like I said, during this Thanksgiving time, we're talking about Thanksgiving. You know, many people skip over Thanksgiving. They go from Halloween to Christmas, right? Um, and, and things like that. But it's a, 
It's a time that we need to set aside to say thank you if we don't do it every day like we're supposed to. Um, so every single day of our lives, we need to give thanks for God, the people in our lives, the people he's placed in our lives. We need to say thank you for the situations that he puts us in, or the situations the world puts us in that we know that he's going to bring and make good, Right? Um, and it all starts in our heart. It all starts with an attitude of gratitude. Now, gratitude starts in our hearts, and it starts, um, and it begins with by the way we feel, right? Now, if you have this feeling, this mentality that you deserve all the best stuff. Maybe you deserve all the best stuff and everybody owes you everything. Then it's probably time to get an attitude check, right? Um, and that's a complete example of having the opposite of an attitude of gratitude. Maybe we need to pray that God will change our hearts so that we have that gratitude in our hearts every day. We feel like we deserve everything. Everybody needs to hand us everything. And we need a little reality check. Um, you know, and maybe you're sitting here and you're like, Pastor Jason, I have an attitude of gratitude. I'm so thankful for everything you just said. Um, I know in my heart that everything I have is a gift from God, and that is awesome, right? I'm so glad you have that attitude of gratitude. Um, but there's one thing about having an attitude of gratitude that we need to remember that a lot of times we tend to forget, and that is we have to express our gratitude. It's one thing to be thankful, to have that attitude of gratitude, but if you don't express it and you don't let people know, they just think you're grumpy, right? Um, you know, it's not just having a, it's not just enough to feel thankful. It's not just enough to feel grateful for someone in their life. We have to express it. We have to let them know that, you know. And when, when they feel that, it's like, oh, they're not taking advantage of me. They, they're thankful for it, right? Now, let me give you an example of this. Maybe you are at a birthday party. How many of you guys like birthday parties? Yeah, woo, yeah. Speaking of birthday parties, Bishop's birthday was last Wednesday. And he's just trying to fly under the radar and not tell everybody. But his birthday was last Wednesday. Um, so happy birthday, belated birthday, Bishop. Woo. No one came to his party because he didn't tell anybody. <laughs> no. Um, so let's say we're at a birthday party and your best friend's there and it's, it's their birthday and you got them this awesome gift, right? The thing that they have been telling you they want, something that you know they'll love, and, you, and they get it, they open it up, 
They look at it and just throw it to the side. Now, they can be super grateful for it, right? But if they never say thank you, how does it make you feel? Awful. Like, man. I thought he was my friend. You know, he really wanted it. Why didn't he say thank you? And then you start to come up with all these crazy situations in your head of why he didn't say thank you. And but you'll never know how thankful someone is unless they tell you. Someone will never know how thankful you are for them being in your life unless you say thank you. Right? Um, and so we need to not only have that attitude of gratitude, but we have to be able to express that attitude of gratitude. Um, and we can learn this, this very important lesson this very important thing. Um, believe it or not, there's scripture on this. Do you guys believe that? Yeah. So we can turn and look in the book of Luke. Okay? Book of Luke chapter 17. And we can see an example of this. Right? It's a very familiar story. Um, so it's Luke chapter 17. It starts in verse 11. It says, now he is on his way to Jerusalem. Jesus traveled along the borders between Samaria and Galilee. As he was going into the village, ten men who had leprosy met him. They stood at a distance and they called out in a loud voice, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. When he saw them, he said, go show yourself to the priests. And as they went, they were cleansed. One of them, when he saw that he was healed, he came back praising God in a loud voice. He threw himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him. And he was a Samaritan. Now Jesus asked, were there not ten who were cleaned, cleansed? Where are the other nine? Was no one found to return and give praise to God except for the foreigner? Then he said to him, rise up and go. Your faith has made you well. Now, we can look at this and see the one leper had such an uh, attitude of gratitude, right? And he expressed it. He came back. But it caused Jesus to ask a very big question. Where are the other nine? Now when we receive good things from God, we should be like the one leper, right? We should express our thanks, our gratitude to God for the blessings that he get, has given us in our lives. Whether the blessing is small or it's life-changing, a blessing is still a blessing. Right? So the other nine lepers, prime example of being ungrateful. 
And that's not what we need to be, right? You know, we need to have that attitude of gratitude and be grateful for the small things, the big things, and everything in between. We don't want to be the one that Jesus is standing there and saying, Where's Jason? Where's Tom? Didn't I bless him last week? Where's Jimmy? He got that miracle he was wanting. He never even said thank you. You know, so oftentimes we pray and pray for miracles or for situations to be changed. And then when they, when they happen, we never give thanks for who caused and worked all that for good. Um, so I want to challenge you guys. That's actually uh, as we close today. I know that's not a very long sermon, but, um, you know, I just want to challenge you guys. I know Thanksgiving is over. That was last week. November's over. The world is crazy right now. Everything going on. Take some time. Evaluate your situation. Evaluate your life. Maybe write down things that are blessings in your life that maybe you didn't realize. Just say thank you. Maybe there's someone who has been there for you no matter what. Write him a card. Say thank you. Call him on the phone. Buy him a coffee if they drink coffee. Let him know that you appreciate it. And... One of the biggest people that we forget to say thank you to is God, right? We woke up this morning. It's a blessing in itself, right? We stubbed our toe on the bed when we got out of bed. It may have hurt, but that, that bed's a blessing because many people don't have it, Right? So, let's take time today. Uh, Amy, if you guys want to come up and sing something fancy, something not fancy, it doesn't matter. I want to give you guys an opportunity to have an attitude of gratitude. Maybe you're like that first person that I talked about that feels like they deserve everything. Everything needs to be handed to me, give it to me. Maybe you need to come up here and just ask God to change your heart. Maybe we're here today and we have that attitude of gratitude, but we forget so many times to express it. We forget so many times to thank God for the blessings that he's given us. The small ones, the everyday ones, the big, huge ones that we've been praying for for years. Let's just 
take a moment as I sing. You just want to come to the altar, stand where you're at, wherever the case is. Let's just take a moment and give thanks to God today.